Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, so far, so good. Last week, we got out of uh, the Paris thing, the climate thing, and I've, I've seen so much uh, ridiculousness about that. We had that tragic, another tragic London attack, and I want to share with you what uh, Reza Aslan who is a CNN host, he hosts that show on CNN called Believer. Now, Reza is 45 years old. He is American. His parents uh, are, well, wait a second. He was born in Iran. I stand corrected. Reza was born in Iran. He is an American citizen, but he was not born in America. He was born in Iran. He's an American citizen. He is also a practicing Muslim, and he is the host of a show called Believer. So on CNN, we have a Muslim that goes around the world and looks at different religions. I'm sure that, you know, it is what it is, right? Donald Trump tweeted this at 7.17 p.m. Saturday night after learning about the tragedy in London, on London Bridge and at the market, the stabbings and the, the automobile homicides, okay? We need to be smart, vigilant, and tough. We need the courts to give us back our rights. We need the travel ban as an extra level of safety. That's what President Trump said. Here's what Reza Alan tweeted. This piece of SH, you know what, is not just an embarrassment to America and a stain on the presidency— Trump is an embarrassment to mankind. I'm sorry, humankind. Excuse me. They would have never said mankind on CNN. That's too politically incorrect. He's an embarrassment to humankind. Wow, that is hardcore, is it not? And that is CNN. CNN News right there. He followed up again. Reza. From CNN. Translation, the president is a man baby that must be ignored in times of crisis. Wow. And that's heavy stuff. You call the president a piece of SH, you know what, and you say he's an embarrassment to America, stain on the presidency, an embarrassment to humankind. He's a big man baby who should be ignored. Okay. All righty. And I won't quote your Koran anymore, Reza. Just give you an example, though. We had that, remember? And then we had uh, Fareed Fareed Zakaria, right, on CNN, who said B-U-L-L-S-H, you know what, B-S, what, four or five times as the president was giving a, I don't know, a speech or a policy comment and... Fareed was there live on the air saying, well, you know, that's a bunch of BS, BS, BS. But he was saying it over and over and over again. So we've got those two leftist 
And I will say, you know, they're American citizens, but they were born in elsewhere. And I do believe that affects their worldview. I think if you were born in Iran and you were raised a Muslim, you have a different worldview than if you were born in New Jersey and raised a Christian. It just goes without saying your worldview is going to be different. You know how different? I don't know. It, it, who knows? Those two people could be the best of friends. But it does affect your worldview, and that's something else we always forget to factor in. If someone is educated in a leftist environment and they're from out of the greatest nation in the world and they come into the greatest nation of the world as an adult and they have preconceived notions of how bad we are because they listen to people in the news and people like President Obama, you're going to have a different worldview. But I'm amazed that no one really covered that, and I haven't, I haven't seen or heard much about it. And I think it's pretty harsh, personally. I think it's really harsh. So think about what CNN has done, especially for the terrorist movement, the Muslim terrorist movement. Think about what they've done just in the last couple of weeks. We've got Kathy Griffin, who was nice enough to give them a wonderful recruitment poster of a white American woman with red hair, holding up a bloody head of the leader of the great Satan, America, the president. And then on the heels of that, Saturday night, we have a American, uh, an uh, American, uh, Iranian-American Muslim, practicing Muslim on a worldwide news network, CNN, saying that the president is a piece of you-know-what, an embarrassment to the presidency and humankind. This has been such a win in the media for ISIS. In other words, don't you worry. If the president starts pounding too hard on the terrorist, people at CNN will get in there and defend the terrorist. Don't you worry. Or some guy on late night TV. Somebody will come in and take the heat off the terrorist if the president gets too crazy. You know what I mean? But isn't that, isn't that a shame? Isn't that a shame? Speaking of geniuses, this is meteorologist Al Gore on uh, the latest weather, and he's talking with um, George Snuffleopolis, who is pretty much a shill for Hillary, but is paid very well by ABC News. Business leaders uh, step forward. So does it really make all that much difference then for the, if the United States pulls out of the Paris Climate Accord? Remember back, you know, the United States under George W. Bush pulled out of Kyoto, yet the innovation continued after that. Well, we, we lost a lot of time when the U.S. Uh, did not uh, join the rest of the world community then. Uh, and while it is true that we have this sustainability revolution underway, and it's very exciting, it has the magnitude of the industrial revolution, but the speed of the digital revolution. But we're still not changing fast enough uh, because the, it's not just the scientific community warning us now, it's Mother Nature. Every night on the TV news is like a nature hike through the book of Revelation. 70% of Florida is in drought right now. Missouri just declared an emergency with another one of these historic climate-related downpours. We've had 11 once-in-a-thousand-year downpours in less than 10 years in the United States. So we have to move faster. It's good news that the rest of the world is. It's good news that states and cities and businesses are. But we, we need presidential leadership. We're going to, since he's not going to lead, the American people are stepping up. You- wow. 
The news media just keeps giving that guy credibility. After his movie, An Inconvenient Truth, was proven to be so fake, they continue to give him credibility because they're all in the same game. They want to push that needle to the left. So what we're experiencing now is weather like the Book of Revelations. Florida's in a drought. But let's again step back. Al Gore, he says that it's man-made global warming and that we as humans can influence and impact the weather. Then why the hell are there so many droughts? I don't understand that, Mr. Gore. You, you, One minute you're saying we influence the weather, and the next minute you're saying it's like the book of Revelations where God was in control. you got to figure out what you're doing here. He th- See, this is what's so fake about these arguments, whether it's you can pick an argument. They just don't make sense. You can pick the Obamacare argument, the, the abortion pro-life argument, the immigration argument, the global warming argument. They always start out with this, and you're going, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. And then you're like, well, wait a minute. You told me that we can control this. Then why are, why are you, Mr. Gore, allowing people to suffer in drought conditions? And no one ever asked that question. Then he brings the Bible into it, just like Nancy Pelosi did. On Thursday, Nancy Pelosi said, Donald Trump is dishonoring God. By pulling out of the Paris Agreement. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We'll be right back. So I don't know who does your pension or what you think about pension reform or who's helping you with investments. Uh, It's always good to have a professional involved. And and I'm not talking about the government now because you know how I feel about the government. There's a lot of changes coming up both in our our immediate local world and the federal landscape as far as taxes and health care and other things. So it's good to sit down with the team at Grandview Asset Management. They understand that you have a different set of challenges and goals than, say, your neighbor or someone at work. So whether your goal is retirement planning or you're saving for college or you want to buy me, a a huge birthday present in two weeks, they know how to tailor the plan to your goal. So it's more than just financial planning. It's aligning your goals so you don't get up in a few years and go, hey, where's all my money? Check it out online, grandviewassetmanagement.com. Thanks again for listening. You can follow me on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you so much. You can also listen to us on the iHeartRadio app. Anywhere you want, you can even set up the order that you want, WHP 580, the iHeartRadio app, and you can uh, stream us online, WHP580.com. John Kerry, again, uh, one of the legendary brainiacs on the left. When Donald Trump says to the world, well, we're going to negotiate a better deal, I mean, you know, he's going to go out and find a better deal. That's like... I mean, that's like O.J. Simpson saying he's going to go out and find the real killer. Everybody knows he isn't going to do that because he doesn't believe in it. Because if he did believe in it, you wouldn't pull out of Paris. America has unilaterally ceded global leadership on this issue, which for years, even Republican presidents, George H.W. Bush, you know, pushed in this direction. Let me go back to tone. Wow. 
<laughs> I didn't see that coming. I didn't see the attack on OJ, who's going to be, uh, the rumor is he's out of jail in October this year. Yeah. So technically he could uh, look for the real killer if he, you know. Isn't that amazing? Former Secretary of State John Kerry and Senator, and again, one of the better liars on the left, says that President Trump, sitting president, trying to negotiate a better climate deal for America is like O.J. saying he's going to find the real killer. So what have we learned just just from the CNN comments and the the ABC comments and the John Kerry comments and the Nancy Pelosi comments? And what did John Kerry say Friday? He said young kids will have more asthma now because of the president. These people are melting down. Cuomo's another one, Chris Cuomo. He always looks like he's going to cry. Is that just me or does he doesn't he always look like any minute he's just going to totally burst into tears? Maybe that's just the way they have him made up. I don't know. Sean Spicer, everybody else around the president scolded the media. Stop calling it a travel ban, this executive order. That's not what it is, you fake news people. And then President Trump this morning says what we've known all along, Sebastian. It is a ban. He likes that it's a ban. He likes the original ban. And that's what he wants everybody to know. Why play the games? There are no games. The president can call it whatever he likes because he has the constitutional authority to control whoever comes into this country, Chris. That's his job. The Constitution, tradition, precedence, and administrative law give him that right. If he wants to call it a ban, he's the president, he's the chief officer of this administration, and he has every right to do that. Right. And... Why wasn't the administration just honest about it all along? Why have Sean Spicer and you and everybody else say it's not a ban, it's just vetting, and you're trying to make it sound like something it isn't? The president just proved what the truth is. All this has been spin and a distraction. Why? I'm not going to fall into the trap of us being the spin meisters when CNN is one of the greatest purveyors of fake news. The fact is it's been the same since the beginning. From the first EO to the second EO, it's one thing, Chris. It's about protecting Americans. And if anybody out there has a problem with us trying to keep Americans safe, then they need to look in the mirror and they need to ask themselves whether they are the purveyors of fake news. Wow. Chris Cuomo about to cry now. It's amazing. We were just discussing this a moment ago off the air. Why is there so much pushback on a guy who's trying to do... Now, think about what he wants to do. He wants to temporarily ban travel from five countries that have been the origin of people that threaten America. And he, he wants to temporar- temporarily ban that. And during that time, he wants to shore up the background checks and the vetting process, you know, so people don't end up in Portland, Maine, blowing up the World Trade Center or rolling into San Bernardino with automatic weapons. That's that's kind of what we're – yet the pushback on this guy is amazing. The pushback – you would think – you would think that Donald – Trump was saying, you know, 
what Obama wanted to do. We need to leave the borders open, open our arms to these people. If they want to come and stay in your home, it's it's their right, because as President Obama, I've extended the Constitution to every living human being. That's how we get votes. But he's not. And you know what? Nobody can answer the question. Nobody can answer the question. When when you say, how does that hurt Americans? In fact, if we stopped all immigration today, like right this minute, not just illegal immigration, if we just said, you know what, we're going to freeze it. We're going to freeze it all. What? We're going to freeze it all. We're not going to. No one else is coming into America from a foreign country until we do this, this. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In this. Maybe it'll take six months. Maybe it'll take a year. Maybe it'll take a month. How would that affect you? Well, Ken, you have to understand there's No, no, no. How would it affect you? It doesn't. And that's why he's shaking up the cage. And that's why so many people are ticked off at Trump. Because Trump goes up there just like I predicted and a lot of other people predicted. He is going to look at some of the stupidity of the government. Some of the stupidity of the government. Under not only George Bush, but under Obama... Did you know there was a policy to change the training of the FBI and purge data on everything from mosque in America to using the terminology Muslim extremist because it wasn't political cor- politically correct? So during the end of the Bush administration and during the beginning of the Obama administration— Thousands and thousands of documents, intel, observations, surveillance on people in America who weren't big fans of America. It was all purged because of political correctness and wanting to get the votes. Okay? The other part of the equation was just as stupid, by the way, just as stupid. The other part of the equation was. Instead of targeting and surveilling a mosque where the Amman says, America's the great Satan, infidels should die, we should not tolerate America anymore. Instead of surveilling that mosque, which is common sense, we should go in and partner with them. In fact, we were actually partnering with the mosque where both the Boston bombers attended. Did you know that? Yeah, it just came out, Freedom of Information Act. The Boston bombers came from a mosque that the Obama administration was partnering with to prevent terrorism. Want to sell your house? Well, get in touch with the Heather Neidlinger real estate team. Not only are they ranked 20th in the nation among Berkshire Hathaway sales, that's big, teams and agents. Heather Neidlinger real estate team, number 20 in the United States. They're right on Belvedere Street, 
in Carlisle, right off 81. Not only that, but they have a guaranteed sale program, and they've got a team of contractors that will look at your house. Sometimes people put off selling their house, and now is a great time, by the way. It's a, it's a great market. They put off selling it because they're like, you know, we wanted to sell the house, but we don't have the money to replace the garage door, and the back porch is all messed up, and if we could have just, you know, we want to tweak it up a little bit. We want to fix it up just a little, and, it'll, and then before you know it, the window's closed. So the time is now. Get in touch with the Heather Nidlinger real estate team. That team of contractors comes in. They they fix everything up that needs fixing, and then uh, you settle at closing. It's that simple. And then they're nice enough to loan you moving trucks for free. HeatherHomesale.com. The number is 800-724-5801. My name's Ken Matthews. I want to go back briefly to the U.K. and kind of where they are and the unfortunate situation that bad leadership over the years and stupid immigration policy. I know I've used the word stupid a lot, but that's what it is when you start thinking about it. When you, and I, and I said this before, tolerance plus political correctness, it's such a dangerous combination, it just equals stupidity. It's a dangerous, dangerous combination. So I have two stories to showcase that for you today, and you could find thousands of stories like this. But FYI, here we are on the heels of this London attack and on the heels two weeks out uh, from the Manchester attack. And thank God the Manchester concert went off without a hitch. That was a very empowering thing, I think, for the people that went and the people that saw it. And hats off to the men and women in England who are in charge with keeping all those people safe. Now, that said, intelligent officers in the U.K. have identified 23,000 jihadist extremists living in Britain. 23,000 jihadist extremists living in Britain as potential terrorist attackers. Chew on that fact for a little bit. And here's the interesting thing. Right now, the news media is, they're attacking Trump because this is the the attack of the day is, I can't believe President Trump um, called the mayor of London pathetic. That was so mean. Trump is such a, he's just a, watch out, he's a loose cannon. He called mayor of London pathetic because of his statement. Because the mayor of London made a comment and said, We encourage people in the community not to be alarmed if they see additional police on the streets. And I would expect a statement like that from the first Muslim mayor of London, who is recovering now from several attacks by Muslims in London. I would expect him to say that. And President Trump's opinion was pathetic. And so what? He tweeted it, and that, so 23,000 jihadist extremists living in Britain and categorized by intelligence officers in Britain as potential terrorist attackers. That doesn't make the news. What makes the news is our big, mean president called the first Muslim mayor of London pathetic. That is so mean. 
I'm so embarrassed to be an American. Now I sound like Chris Cuomo. The scale of the challenge facing police in England and security services was disclosed by Whitehall sources after criticism that multiple opportunities to stop the Manchester bombing had been missed. What? Wait a minute. By the way, did you hear did you hear uh, President Trump called the mayor of London pathetic after his comment Saturday night? <clears throat> 3000 people from a group, the total group of the 23,000 jihadist extremists living in Britain as potential terrorist attackers are judged by the same intelligence agency to pose a threat and are currently under investigation or active monitoring in 500 operations being run by the police and the intelligence services. The 20,000 others have featured in previous inquiries and are categorized as residual risk, but still a risk. So when you have 23,000 extremists living in your country, potential terrorist attackers, and 3,000 are judged to pose a threat and are currently being investigated, you got a problem, especially in the U.K. That's not a big country. You look on a map, it's not a big country. Of course, it's an island as well, which I think, I don't know if that's a blessing in disguise or not, but that tells you even further how stupid their immigration policies were because they could really lock that place down if they wanted to because they're an island. They don't have all the borders we have. We've got, you know, we've got sea borders. We have oceanfront, Pacific and Atlantic, and in the south, And we have the Mexican border, the Canadian border. We have borders out the yin-yang. The two terrorists who have struck in Britain this year, the Westminster killer, were in the pool of former subjects of interest and no longer subject to any surveillance. So there's 23,000 jihadist extremists. They, I guess, reduced the risk on 20,000, kept monitoring three, and then two from the 20,000 came back and took out Manchester two weeks ago. Anti-terrorism efforts came under renewed scrutiny when it emerged that Abidi, he's one of the killers, you remember, Salman Abidi, who murdered 22 people when he detonated a suicide bomb at Manchester, had been a former subject of MI5. Did you hear that the president of the United States called uh, the first Muslim mayor of London pathetic? Holy moly, I got to tell you, it's really ramping up. What the heck? We sh- Maybe we should impeach him for being insulting to people. Now, here's another thing that goes exactly to what I said about stupid immigration and how common sense is being sucked, not out of our brains, but right out of our country. A group of Ivy League illegal foreign nationals recently held a public demonstration in New York at Columbia University. So they're illegal foreign nationals, but they're well-educated, well-spoken, but they're all illegal. They held a public demonstration at New York's Columbia University and presented the school with a list of 13 demands. Are you ready? Including free immigration counseling, scholarships for illegals, 
sensitivity training for administrators and professors, guaranteed housing, and full reimbursement for health care. Yep. They're all still walking around. If you want to meet them, you could go there. And I'm sure if you hang out on Columbia long enough, you'll meet some of these uh, illegals. Again, the Democrats want and need votes. This this is not a problem for the left. This is not a problem for the left. They don't have an issue with it. You and I get upset. We're like, what the heck? Are you kidding? People from another illegals come to walking into our country and start demanding things. They're not even arrested. No, not in de Blasio city. This is what we're trying to point out to you. It's not a problem to the left. It's not a problem. If your one goal is to change the demographic and voter complexion of the United States, what do I mean by that? Here's what I mean. The Democrats want to base voter representation on the population of certain areas of the country, regardless of immigration status. So there are Democrats that believe if there's two towns in California and one town has 20,000 people in it, the other town has 20,000 people plus 30,000 illegals, well, Washington should, they should get enough representation in Washington and beyond for 50,000 people. You see how that works? Now, the other pushback on that is registered voters. I believe that you base representation on registered voters. How many registered voters are in a district? Not how many illegals are in a district or how many 14-year-olds are in a district. You base it on how many registered voters are in a district. But the Democrats, that's all out the window. Their whole thing is we'll keep letting people pour in, they'll pour in, they'll pour in. We'll have 17, 18, pretty soon 25 million illegals. And if we can't register them to vote by giving them a driver's license, like Patty Kim wants to do, then we'll just count them and use them to gerrymander the districts. It's so simple, a 10th grader could figure it out. Why no one at CNN has, I don't know. We'll be right back. So many brainiacs are weighing in on America getting out of that crappy Paris climate fraud thing. Like the legend, California Governor Jerry Brown. Obviously opposed what happened today. Your reaction, though, what is your immediate gut reaction to this? Well, the immediate reaction is this is a crazy decision. It's against the facts. It's against science. It's against reality itself. Uh, We know we have to decarbonize our future. If we don't, it's a horror. People are going to die. Habitat will be destroyed. Seas will rise. Insects will spread in areas they've never been before. This is not a game. It's not politics to talk to your base. It's humanity and whether it makes it through the 21st century. So California will stay the course. We're already uh, embarked upon a very aggressive and uh, an imaginative program to reduce our own uh, global uh, uh, greenhouse gases. And we're going to join with others. I'm going to China. Uh, I'm going to meet with high officials there. We'll have a China 
California plan. Uh, we are going to uh, meet with people representing uh, a billion people, 30% of the world's economy. This is our under two uh, coalition. It involves Canada and Mexico, country, uh, states in, and provinces in, in Germany and China and Mexico, uh, all over the place. So, uh, yes, what, what Trump has done, it's wrong. Uh, it's going to cause damage. Uh, but we will take this negative catalyst and we will mobilize the people of our own state of California. And we will also join with people throughout the world. Uh, yeah. This is too serious to do anything less than that. Wow. What if he took all that energy and helped the 75% of young black men in California, 75% of black teenagers, boys in particular, read well below their grade level? Now, to me, that's more important than... A gas that is invisible, tasteless, and odorless that only would impact over the next, what, 300 years, 1.2 degrees? Woo! Wow! Did Jerry Brown sound a little drunk there? We don't have time now, but tomorrow we'll talk about what a debacle... The California public school system is what a freak show it is and how it is just really not good for so many minorities. Okay, see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. I'm Ken Matthews. Be safe. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.